oh no honey that's not gonna work out i am not moving to america i post no americans no canadians no australians <laughs> possess a smart, beautiful, successful business owner to pack up and move 6,000 miles away from her home. Love, of course. Alina Erickson was a single mom with a full-time nanny to care for her two kids because she was also the successful business owner of two busy restaurants. She was doing great financially and enjoyed her life in Ukraine, except she was too busy to date. She hoped to find somebody close to home so she could maintain her businesses. What she found was a man who lives in Farmington, which was way too far for her liking. Love won her over, and now she's become a jewel in our community for over 10 years now. Of course, moving from Ukraine to Farmington was a huge culture shock. She had to learn the language and re-earn her high school diploma, which she did in a few short months. She went on to get her master's degree to replace her Ukrainian degrees, became a CPA, and is now the controller for San Juan Regional Medical Center. She fell in love with the people of our little community, and you're going to love her. Besides being smart, beautiful, and successful, she also has a great sense of humor. Alina made me laugh within the first few minutes of talking with her, and I'm sure this drive will be filled with laughter. Want to see how it goes? Come along for the ride in Ken's Think Tank. Ken's Think Tank is made possible by the following sponsors. Do you need HVAC services or a tankless water heater? Four States Equipment. Whether it's residential or commercial, Four States Equipment has it all. Parts and equipment, sales and service, from restaurant equipment to heating and air conditioning. Visit fourstatesequipment.com. Ken Collins Marketing. It's simple. We help small business owners get more customers. Show our sponsors some love. If you're watching the video, show us some love by smashing the like button. And remember, the views and opinions expressed on Ken's Think Tank do not necessarily reflect those of our sponsors. You moved from Ukraine straight to Farmington. Is that the reason why you moved, is, is uh, um, meeting your husband? Yep. Is it really? Yep. So how did that work? What was that? Well, it's not meeting my husband because well, yeah, I met my right. husband. Well, we met online and uh, the only profile restrictions I had was no Americans, no Canadians, no Australians. Yeah. <laughs> and he did not read. So... <laughs> He's like, ah, she don't know what she's talking about. And, um, <laughs> so I post the most uh, probably unappealing pictures. <laughs> I post from the camping with my friends on Sunday morning because that's how I wake up at home. Right. So it's like, if you're gonna like me this way, you're gonna like me on any way. Yeah. Because you know, I don't yeah. look like I look today on Sunday morning. Right, you know? exactly. And uh, well, we start texting each other or whatever through so the app and a dating app. And um, you know, a couple of days later, when the conversation was going well, because you have to have basic common sense like religion, kids, sure, I know, money, you know, family, right. whatever. If you have a major major issues kind of in common, then it's probably okay right. to start the longer conversations. So I was asking him, you know, like it's going so well, so where are you exactly from? He's like, I'm from New Mexico. I was like, well, what part of England is that? <laughs> because I assume he, he speaks English, you know, so yeah. 
you're like, well, that's New Mexico is the state in the United States, and I was one of those who has no idea that New Mexico is a state. You know, right. like it's just. A lot of people in the U.S. Yes, don't understand I know, that. I know. Yeah. I went through customs once, and I can tell you the story. <laughs> yeah. when people were like amazed. Like, uh, so where do you work in Mexico? I like, I never been to Mexico, and look at my driver license at each other, and they thought I'm an idiot. So, yeah. so just just let me go. Yeah. But uh, goes back to the conversations. I like well. I understand you were born in New Mexico, but where in England do you live? Right. Like, well, I live in New Mexico. I was like, oh no, honey, that's not going to work out. I am not moving to America. I post no Americans, no Canadians, no Australians. That's not going to work. Well, he did not listen again. Of course. He bought tickets and flew in like a couple of days later. Yeah. yeah. And he did not just flew in to meet me. He flew in with a ring. Really? <laughs> so, yeah. And I was, of course, I was going to say no. But here I am, right. like 11 years later. So you know the yeah. end of the story. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's yeah. The heart does not listen to your brain. No, no. no because when you <laughs> when you were like logically evaluating your decisions prior, you're like, I could never ever possibly make that decision, but we did. You know? Right. <laughs> I guess that's how we fall in love, have kids, and get married because we don't think, right? Y- like, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah. later you think to figure this out, how to make it work all together. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. It's always after the fact. Okay. Yeah. How am I going to? This is never what I planned. How am I going to make this work? Yes. So <laughs> it was very difficult. I, um, in Ukraine, I had no mortgage, I had no debts, I owned two businesses, I owned two restaurants, I was a single mom with, with a nanny, a full-time nanny at home, yeah. so I had a pretty good life. Yeah. And, uh, you know, coming here was completely like, I have to cut everything off, and that's why I was not going to move anywhere far, because I was going to retain my business. And, right. And, and the family, my family, of course, you know, in Ukraine, so it was kind of the goal. Yeah. And of course, today, when Ukraine was just going through and everyone right. was leaving anyway, of course, I made a good decisions for myself and my kids. But at that time, that's not that was not the reason I was making that decision. Right. Because I was in love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, I still am. But, you know, yes. but at that time, yeah. it was way different. <laughs> so it was difficult at first because, of course, when you come in, it's um, everything is different. You have no more friends. You, I realized very quickly I did not speak any normal English at right. all. I couldn't go to grocery store. I can't get a job. I can't do anything. So I could just stay home and complain and be miserable. <laughs> or, you know, just only have a Facebook Russian community or Ukrainian community or whatever communications. Sure. Um, I actually was like, okay, well, let's get started. Because nobody cared about my degree or anything like that. If it's not American, you know, sorry, honey, you have no references, you have no <laughs> confirmations, nobody cares. Right. And I discovered we have this amazing place called Someone College. I will not stop raving about it yeah. because that's whatever people created in there, that Dr. Henderson's idea actually worked. And that's one of the most amazing places and gems you guys have here and that's actually very good quality of education it's so pr- it's pretty amazing it's pretty yeah. amazing yes and um it's community it's very a person oriented you know very personal touch and uh-huh. and it was good so i started with a course called um english as a second language okay so i came here in end of october i started this course a uh, one week later so it's like in november 
by Christmas I already completed all the assignments and and exams. And I'm like, well, okay, guys, what else do you have for free here? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, we have GED school. Let's get that one started. <laughs> so in January after the break, I went to GED school. In April, um, I've already completed. I'll get my GED uh, diploma and everything. I went to complete tests yeah. and like, okay, now I have a diploma to prove I can speak and write in English. <laughs> at least on the high school level right so after that i was like okay let's get a job so my first job after owning two businesses and before that running like 85 employees managing um i went and i got a job as a hostess at chile you know yeah. so that's what you get that's what you do you know right and uh, i went to take more classes at someone college, then I progressed to university, got my master's, and later got my CPA. Of course, after Chile's, I, I got different jobs, you know? I, yeah. I was there only for three months. Sure. But it was a very good experience. I've met good people yeah. as regulars in there. I was gonna ask, I mean, do you think that jobs like that are a little bit helpful to, like, help assimilate into the culture? Yes, you know? it does, because you, first of all, you meet different kind of people. So yeah. You make people who are regulars, you make pe- meet people who are actually as a guest, and you right. also meet people who are making a living in this kind of you know environment, yeah. and they are the, the, not the most wealthy class you right. know, or something. You actually meet people who sometimes can't afford gas, or you sometimes uh-huh. you can't afford a daycare, or you know, there's single moms or single dads and that's the way the way that somebody is caring for the elderly or you know disabled parents right and it's actually introduced me to a different understanding and perception yeah of uh, because all I knew and all my um, imagination about America was from um, a desperate housewives right. kind of things you right. know like I thought crazy that, TV I thought shows. the whole yeah. cities look like a hysteria lane <laughs> right. and everybody dresses here as desperate housewives so and you know everybody looks like Eva Longoria but <laughs> did not <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. You know, I think that happens all the time. We do the same thing. We we build up stereotypes in our head of what other countries are going to yep. be like, and then yeah. And then you go there, and it's like, oh, what? This is nothing like, yeah. Yep. It's like my husband. He thought it's all Dungeons and Dragons kind of looking <laughs> things, and everyone is dressed like babushka, you know, and kind of right. pictures. <laughs> and then he went, and it's a completely European country yeah. with a way better infrastructure and kind of you know building designs and stuff like in America, right. and everybody dress, dresses in right. uh, mini skirts, <laughs> you know, yeah. open bags. And there's a guy in a hoodie and, <laughs> and blue jeans working as an IT person. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay, maybe. I should not give you a ring just the first thing in the airport. You know? <laughs> I should have searched around. <laughs> I was like, well, honey, too late. I already said yes. <laughs> You're stuck with me now, yep. buddy. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So what is Ukraine like? Explain that to me. Well, Ukraine is um, one of, not one of, the largest country in Europe. Yeah. It, Ukraine has um, in its area the geographical center of the Europe as a continent. Okay. Um, Ukraine is um, has a history probably as long as Scandinavian's country, so it's dated to 14, 4800 BC. Wow. Ukraine is a country who introduced the first constitution in the world. Really? And it was 70 years before the American constitutions. Yeah, yeah, I mean we're pretty we're we're yeah. baby we, as far as the country yep. goes. Yeah, we had an elected body of officials in 1700s. 
Yeah. Not sorry, not like somebody appointed. It's actually elected body of officials. Right. So we are very democratic, independent country. Just so happen yeah. we have the richest um, soil on earth, the yeah. most productive and fertile soil on earth. I've been doing a lot of investing and researching things, things for investing, and actually we're going through food shortages right now yep. because of Ukraine and Russia um, and that whole mess. And so uh, like 20% of the world's wheat and corn and something like that come, out of, come out of there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's correct. And almost all of the sunflower oil comes, comes from, from there. Ukraine. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's correct. Wow. Yeah, we are very dancing and singing nation. Yeah, really. You dance and sing a lot, and every event or like the weddings here in America are so boring. People just come and eat, <laughs> shake each other's hands, right. and they leave. Oh, no, the weddings in Ukraine are like a couple day longs, and all you do is dance. So when they say that you drink a lot, well, you dance a lot. So you yeah. sweat it out pretty much, so you have to drink again to keep having fun. So it's not like you're drinking and have been drunk, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so when, you know, people uh, were asking me, so many um, different singers, like a world-renowned singers go to Ukraine, or they perform in some ways when people in shelters yeah and we're still in a work just yesterday the uh, band from ukraine made to finals to eurovision and like who cares about sitting in a war right it's actually um you know pain you don't, you shouldn't do that right like, no that's only way to survive is to have fun still be able yeah. to um remain your culture because that's yeah. who we are yeah is there a lot of traditional like songs and dance or also modern or is it like a mix in weddings it's mostly um, more folks and traditional kind of songs right so they are some modern but it's mostly um, it's not that common but like generally as a culture like dance clubs and things like that is that kind of big well that's different because when i came here you know i was like 33 years old and i was still considered okay age to go to nightclubs absolutely and i was asking my husband like you guys have any nightclubs whether you guys have fun (laughs) how you do you guys dance here and he's like well i'm never dancing in my life first of all yeah I was like, what did you do when you were a teenager? <laughs> right. And he like, go to choke cherry. I'm yeah. like, that's unsafe. <laughs> and he's like, no, honey, the dance club is unsafe. I was like, how is it yeah. unsafe? Yeah. Well, they sell drugs there. And he was trying to tell me right. this story. And I couldn't believe because back in Ukraine, the nightclubs are actually the safest place you can send your teenagers. Really? First of all, that's this nightclub amazing. is absolutely supervised by guards yeah they have full liability for whatever happens there you come in you get your id and um based on your age you have a drinking restrictions or not you only have a wristband with a qr code or a scan code okay and you put money in your account you will not be charged to your credit card anything you put money in and you just charged as you go. And they know right. by your wristband if you're allowed or not to drink alcohol. Nobody's right. gonna serve you alcohol. And there's a balance on yes. your your kind of your yes. account and everything. And your account so, will yeah. not never go down lower than it costs based on your ID to deliver you to registration address. Right. So the security guard, anytime you behave unwell or you're drinking too much, they call a cap, they use that balance in your account, they put you on the cap and send you home. Oh my god, that's amazing. Yes. 
you, they have metal detectors in every entrance. The security really? guard are allowed to search any of your personal belongings, like purses or pockets. And yeah. If you're not okay with that, well, don't come in. Yeah. There's no fights. There is nothing going on. If everybody uh, drinking too much or somebody is, uh, first of all, uh, guys can buy girls drinks. It does not mean you have to go somewhere with those people. <laughs> right. You just together having fun and they buy new drinks or whatever they want to buy for you because they want to have a good time. They like you. They want to dance together, yeah. whatever. It does not mean you're obligated to do something <laughs> with someone for a glass of wine. Believe me, right. that's not the case. <laughs> And right. nobody even expects that. Wow. So it's, it was completely different for me because the nightclub, the only place probably I would allow my daughter to go safely, definitely not to a choke cherry. That, <laughs> that, see, it's things like that when you're, you're having this initial conversation with your husband and you're like, what? No, that's yeah, my dangerous. It's yeah. so opposite. Yeah. I had to evacuate my mom. She spent um, she spent her 80th birthday in the basement, you know, going yeah. on the bombing. And then we have to evacuate her like almost two months later after the war started to Warsaw and uh, moved her here currently. Uh, she has visited several times. Uh -huh. uh, she never intended to move or anything. And she always had two-way tickets. But that's the first time she actually has no certain date to come back. Right. Uh, Right. For current circumstances. That was going to be my next question is, I'm, I'm sure you had family and, and friends and things like that in Ukraine. So, so is it just your mom there or? Well, my mom was here. Uh, my, no, my brother is actually in his family is there. Um, okay. He stays because he's under age of 65, so he can be called to military at any time. That's right. the law in, in Ukraine. If okay. you're between age 18 and 65, you can't leave the country. Okay. But his family has left and they live in Poland currently. Some of my friends moved, some of my friends stayed, mm -hmm. or just moved to um, somewhere in safer part of Ukraine, like the western part. Sure. Currently, it's unsafe anywhere. Yeah. Did you say that you had a business and like two restaurants or something? What yep. was the deal? I so what were your restaurants? I actually had two restaurants, which was a full-blown adult um, restaurant with um, barbecue and um, outdoor patio. And yeah. And stuff like that was accommodating weddings. We had weddings almost every weekend, uh, anniversaries, whatever. It was almost booked for private events almost every weekend. And the second restaurant was Alcohol Free, which is a bakery and children's cafe, which was built in the theme of the pirate ship. So we had a second story with a pirate hat taken out. It was all placed with uh, animations coming up. You know, the people's dressed uh, as a pirate. You can have birthday parties and stuff. And uh, we had a bakery which was accommodating for outside cakes and wedding cakes and things. And <laughs> it was very successful. How cool is that? <laughs> I was a manager of logistics and marketing department for a big uh, dairy manufacturing. Yeah. So I was managing about 85 people who are drivers, sell, uh, sales people, um, line people, the production people, and so forth. Wow. <laughs> And you just gave it up to like... Yeah, I, I told you sometimes you make decisions. <laughs> Moved to Farmington with with a, a guy from the United States, which you swore you would never do. Yes, because I I was so busy person that couldn't afford vacations. If you have a business, you have to be there 24-7. Otherwise, yeah. you know, it's not going to run sure. well. So I had a nanny taking care of my kids and my mom helping. And I was, you know, sometimes would go on a date because I was single mom for a long time and... 
my mom, you have to date. You will end up with TV. Your kid's going to grow up. You yeah. know? So I would go on a date and you have to spend at least two hours of your day to listen to someone who's completely incompatible. And I have to smile like I like the joke. And the guy knows we're never going to meet again. I know we're not gonna, ever going to meet again. But we right. both act for two hours to be right. nice. And sure. like, I can't waste that time anymore. I right. just cannot waste that time. So I went to the dating agency, paid the money to do the psychology test, create me whatever profile, whatever they need. And they had a hard time to find somebody compatible to me, <laughs> you know, because I'm apparently not a nice and very direct person. <laughs> and uh, they're like, well, would you consider extending your search somewhere abroad? <laughs> it's like, okay, guys, you can do that. There's just no Americans, no Canadians, no Australians. I'm not gonna move far, the Europe as far as I can yeah. go. And I'm like, okay. So that, <laughs> they didn't listen to either. Like, no, we need to open no, it up we, worldwide. <laughs> no, we did. They did listen. They put it. No Americans, Australians, that somebody did not read. <laughs> but I guess you know when uh, when you know you know. And uh, yeah. I'm glad it happened. And the strangest, you know, we have a saying in Ukraine: if you want to make God laugh, tell him about your plans. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Oh man! Well, that's awesome. I'm glad that you're here. I mean, of all the places that you could have ended up. At Farmington, Mexico, and I love it. (laughs) There weren't even other stops. It was just straight from Ukraine to Farmington. Yeah, there was no stops between Albuquerque and Farmington, no. (laughs) No, there's nothing. (laughs) That's amazing. So I didn't really have an option. (laughs) You couldn't get out anywhere. No, I don't want to do this. (laughs) You just were wandering in the desert. That's true. <laughs> oh man! Well, I'm glad I met you, and Thank you. and uh, you 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 just seem like a really funny person. You're cracking me up. You're trying to explain to me where this parking lot was to meet you, and I don't know the what each parking lot is named. But you're telling me the the corner, and then you're kind of explaining the things around that corner again. I, I know the helipad, but you said something about the morgue, and I don't know where the morgue is. And it's behind you. Just right, okay. And so, I don't know, <laughs> you're telling me all this stuff. <laughs> and so then you, I just love your accent. You said, <laughs> so yes, you'll meet a Ukrainian woman in Farmington at morgue. It'll be good. <laughs> I was like, that's amazing! (laughs) So, just the sense of humor is brilliant. Love it. That's what makes us um, survive any any situations, good or bad. You know, the humor always helps. Sure, yeah. And the best way to handle humor is to laugh about yourself. At yourself, yeah. Yeah, if you can't laugh at yourself, you're too wrapped up in yourself. That's true. And if you get offended when somebody makes fun of you, well, it's not good too. I mean, yeah. Well, I'm so glad I met you. And thanks for doing this. This is amazing. I had a lot of fun. It was a good time for me. So thank you so much. I appreciate you having me and inviting me. And and I'll have to meet your husband sometime. Absolutely. (laughs) Thank you. We're going to cross each other. Thank you you so much. Ken's Think Tank is made possible with help from these fine sponsors. Basin Home Health and Hospice. I know who you are. I know what you want. 
If you're looking for print and radio ads, I can tell you that's not what I do. But I do have a particular set of skills. Skills I have acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a godsend for business owners like you. If you hire Ken Collins Marketing to build your website, people who look for you online will be able to find you. But if you don't, they will look for you. They won't find you. And you'll go out of business. KenCollinsMarketing.com